When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, brilliant start for the Black Caps at the ODI World Cup in India. We're going to head into the Black Caps camp in just a moment. Welcome back to the run home on ECNZ with Kirsten Beeb. All thanks to Mick Delivery. Just to confirm, no one has got Who Am I just yet. It is still up for grabs, the first person to guess Who Am I. You have clue number one and two. Clue number three will be coming up in the next 20 minutes. So no one has got Who Am I just yet. It is a rugby player, uh, of course, who hasn't had a test for New Zealand, but he has worn the silver fern at age grade level. That was clue number two for you. Coming up on the Maccas menu, thanks to Mick Delivery, we continue playing our game. Uh, we head into the Black Caps camp with Daryl Mitchell in just a moment. We cross the ditch and chat to Joel and Steve O'Keefe. No Fletch today. Uh, and as always, we welcome uh, anything you have to say on the text line, double eight double three on the temper and bedpost text line. That is the Maccas menu. Thanks to Mick Delivery, delivering your Maccas favourites straight to your door. The Run Home with Kirsten Beeve. Well, we're very lucky today to head to India and hear live from one of our Black Cap stars, Daryl Mitchell. Daryl, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much uh, for giving us your time. The vibe must be so high in the Black Caps camp, sitting top of the table, two from two right now. How is it in there? Um, and where are you guys at the moment? Have you moved on to Chennai? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, look, it's it's obviously nice, I guess, to win the first couple of games and, and get started in the tournament. But yeah, we're in Chennai now and it's seriously hot. So I'm uh, not looking forward to training this afternoon, that's for sure. Uh, What's seriously hot? How hot are we talking? Um, I don't know. I heard something over 40 I heard yesterday. But, oh, um, no. Yeah, I haven't, I'm literally sitting in breakfast at the moment, so I haven't looked out the window. So we'll see, see how we go. A little bit hotter than Waiuku right now. It is Kirst now, bit, but we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave the weather chat now, Kirst. Let's get into some serious cricket now. Uh, Daryl, obviously, you guys probably aren't dwelling on it, but, mate, the country just went bananas over that uh, that round one victory over England. Uh, such a performance. Uh, chasing 283, did you expect not to have to put the pads on? Yeah, obviously, um, yeah, it's always nice when you sit and watch a big partnership like that, and especially once it gets close towards the end, you just want them to get the job done. So, um, yeah, it was nice to... To get one over England, they're obviously a, a world-class team and um, they're running world champions for a reason. But for us, it was nice, I guess, just to, just to go about our business and play the way that we want to play. And, um, yeah, same again in, in the game against the Netherlands as well, just to keep trying to do our jobs as, as individuals for the team. And, and it's nice to get some wins. I guess uh, the next couple of games in particular, I guess the, the spin bowlers of Bangladesh, would that be the biggest threats as far as what you've been looking at? Yeah, both, like obviously Chennai, I think historically is known to be sort of a turning wicket. So that'll bring about a challenge of playing Bangladesh and Afghanistan have got some world-class spinners. So um, yeah, we're going to have to be be on it and yeah, be pretty detailed over the next coming days building up to it to make sure we're ready to go. Are you expecting some, some new players to come into the 11 uh, for the next match? Will there be a little bit of rotation? 
No, I think obviously, uh, you, yeah, we'll keep trying to play our best team and keep trying to win games of cricket. It's obviously this tournament, it's a long tournament, but um, there's also every game sort of really matters coming into that top four. But I'm sure there's a couple of old heads that'll be close to being ready to go, but I'll leave that to the powers above to make those calls <laughs> rather than me. Uh, mate, you, you mentioned a long tournament. Like, uh, obviously, that's the, the card you dealt as far as uh, you, you've got no uh, no control over scheduling. What's it like when you're, when you're knuckling down for, I guess, six weeks in a country like in there where, I guess, you, you don't get a whole lot of uh, activities time? Or, you know, we're told that you can hardly leave the hotel as far as uh, cricketers in India? Yeah, I guess that's just the nature of, of international cricket these days and touring. You know, a lot of us have, have spent a lot of time in India over the last few years with the likes of IPL and, and the long tours, but it's, it's an amazing place to tour. It's um, Words can't describe how much they love cricket in this country. And um, yeah, obviously you're stuck in your hotels, but which is quite cool in some ways as well. We've got all sorts of groups going. There's PlayStation groups and, and we've got social committees and all sorts. So there's ways where I guess we're trying to entertain ourselves within the hotel. But um, yeah, once you get on that bus and you head towards the ground, you do realise how much they do love cricket in this country. I was going to say, do you end up watching a hell of a lot of cricket? Do you end up watching most games during the day? Because there's one on every day. Is that, is that what you end up defaulting to? Um, I don't know. A number of the boys do. I try and stay away from watching. Otherwise, I feel like we're doing it 24-7. So, as you know, Beeb, I'm probably watching more rugby than cricket, um, especially with the Rugby World Cup on. So, yeah, there's plenty of code on in my room. And um, But, yeah, a lot of the boys are enjoying watching both sports. Well, how does how does have you just been the watching time... the All Blacks? Oh, sorry, sorry Kirst. What sorry, was babe. that? Sorry. How does have the, you just um... been watching the All Blacks matches, or have you kept a keen eye on other international teams? Um, oh yeah, obviously the All Blacks is the main one. I had a sneaky sneaky one with Japan, I guess, watching with the old man working with them for this World Cup. So yeah, no, nah, I love my rugby. Yes. So I was yeah watched every game with with keen interest. And, mate, you mentioned, uh, obviously, there's a few guys hanging around the squad that are probably going to be included soon. Obviously, one will be, obviously, Kane Williamson. But uh, what about the young fella, Ruinja, who did so well in that opener? What was, uh, what's been, I guess, his his reaction to now being an absolute superstar all over the place? Yeah, look, obviously, Ruchi's... We, we know he's a superstar in the making for a, a long time now and, and for us it's really cool just to see him, I guess, do what he's done at domestic level for a period of time to come and do that now on the international stage is awesome. He's um he's a great kid, he's he's very funny but he's also an old head on a young body so yeah, just really proud to, to see him do what he's doing and I'm sure he's going to do it for New Zealand for a long time to come. He's been absolutely brilliant, as you all have. Uh, congrats on the tournament so far. Can't wait to see you all kick on deep into into this one. Thank you so much for your time, Daryl. You're a champion. No, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, mate. Thanks so much. Daryl Mitchell joining us there. Of course, Black Caps next match at the ODI World Cup against the Bangers, Bangladesh and Chennai. Uh, and it's starting to heat up, B. 40 degrees near on. You wouldn't want to yeah. go and train in that, would you? Or play. <laughs> no, and, and it's funny, like, uh, I guess, you know, you don't always see cricket as an endurance sport, but as the commentator was saying the other night, when Conway and uh, and that were going at it, they'd been in the field for, what was it, the best part of three and a half, four hours, and then they go out and bat, and they bat the whole thing. So I guess they've literally had a day out in the, uh, in the Indian heat the whole time. Um, so... Now, pretty pretty impressive when you consider what they did that day 
um, and, and batted the innings essentially <laughs> poor old Will Young getting uh, getting a duck and, and getting out early but uh, no, a couple of important games for them coming up Kirst, Bangladesh and, and Afghanistan obviously would be expected to win both of them and, and probably comfortably but uh, mm-hmm. they reckon six will get us through to the semis so they get through this and all of a sudden we're at four we just need to pick up two more along the way and, and we're there so it's uh, it's all looking it's all looking good, but I guess you know they'll be well and truly just focused in on those next couple. You reckon uh, Daryl's father, now that they're out of the Rugby World Cup, uh, head straight to India to watch his son? <laughs> yeah, you would. You've, you've seen him a couple of times. Straight, uh, what, what does that flight path look like from Paris to <laughs> India? <laughs> oh, gee, I, don't, I don't know how you get to India. It's one place that I've always actually wouldn't mind getting to, but I've never looked into the flight situation. But... Uh, I presume get to Dubai, and then there'll be some sort of uh, link from there. But, um, no, I mean, remember, we saw him in the crowd when uh, I think Daryl was doing his heroics in that 2020, there, 2020 World Cup there a couple of years ago when Daryl was a surprise was selection. Was the one he wasn't allowed to be at? Uh, no, I think it was just a county game that he wasn't allowed to be at, which uh, ended him and Eddie's relationship. <laughs> just down the road, he was just jumping in his car to go watch Daryl play for the local county team. So, um yeah, that's probably coming uh, back. It's to going Eddie well for, for Eddie now, isn't it? <laughs> hey, guys, did you see uh, Daryl mentioned in the interview there with you guys, uh, and thank you so much, Daryl, for coming on the show. Awesome. It's quite Thanks early in the morning over there. Uh, he mentioned the PlayStation groups. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was a sort of photo circulating on social media last week during the warm-up games where Daryl wasn't playing, and he was sitting in the grandstand, and he had a little setup on the seat with a TV and his Xbox playing FIFA uh, while the game was going on, sitting outside in the viewing area of the players. <laughs> uh, and, and he's a really uh, – I remember hearing Trent Bolt talking about it, that Daryl Mitchell runs the sort of FIFA group, or EAFC, or whatever it's called these days, um, and he's quite a handy little player when it comes to the football game uh, within the Black Caps environment. So I can imagine that PlayStation group goes quite hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, uh, I remember running into Daryl when uh, he was just a young fella at his house when uh, Mitch was coaching us for Wildcat, and we were we were mid-end-of-season uh, Sunday session. We went back to Mitch's place, and uh, <laughs> Daryl was, was just a young primary school boy at the time, and I think he uh, he gave us a bit of a, ro- a Sunday roast in between uh, going to the pub and where we had been previously. So, uh, yeah, fantastic. Fantastic host the young fellow was. What, served you a Sunday roast or gave you an absolute roasting for the state you're in? <laughs> no, served us a Sunday roast. I remember we'd been we'd, we'd been having a Sunday sort of breakup party at one of the local parks in, uh, on the outskirts of Hamilton. And uh, there was about 10 of us that were kicking on and Mitch was one of them, our, our coach at the time. And he said, we just had to duck home. Duck home and I was in the car with Mitch and he just wanted to duck home and, and change his clothes. So we ducked into Mitch's place and... And young Daryl was there and uh, gave us gave us a Sunday roast. So it was uh, fantastic, and just needed it at the time. Just needed. I had probably hadn't had too many oh. meals for the like, previous three days, so it was uh, well received. He strikes me as quite a sensible bloke, uh, and that's obviously <laughs> yeah, stuck we- with him from a, a very young age, hasn't it? Uh, now, one other thing I picked up off that interview, sounds like those older heads that he was talking about are good to go and yes. ready to come back. Just reading between the lines there, no leaks or moles in the Black Caps camp, but no. uh, it sounds like they're good to go. Smaller numbers, they can control it a lot more. What there's fifteen, there's probably fifteen players there. Well, there is fifteen players. Well, I see Kyle Williamson's. Uh, um, 
not Cole Williamson. Cole Jamison's there. Jamison's there. So there's 16 of them there. And I don't, they don't have the uh, 45 um, in the management team like the All Blacks would. So um, you could keep the, a, lot of, a lot of things a lot closer, I would say. So no leaks. No leaks coming out of the Black Caps. They're, uh, they're tracking along so well at the moment. And just curse this, I mean, just- all cricket lovers. Fingers are crossed. This is our time.